0: Blob Talk Radio Love incarnate,
1: love
2: divine
3: Down I don't talk But tonight I wanted to say something I have a brother-in-law That's real sick And I do ask for prayers For him I'm sorry I'm not going to be able to do this I'm going to play the next song Oh God Teenage
1: girl too young, unprepared for what's to come. A baby changes everything, not a reason.
4: A baby changes everything A baby changes
1: everything The man she loves She's never
4: touched
1: How will she keep his trust? A baby changes everything Every day Back store. We need some ice and an extension cord. But when they tried to plug their motor home in, they blew our Christmas lights. Cousin David knew just what went wrong, so we all waited out on our front lawn. He threw a breaker and the lights came on and we Make blood.
0: Why not? I'm incognito. (laughs) I have now successfully blended into your society. (laughs) Thanks to this master disguise. (laughs) You you have on a disguise? Silence! Your your disguise is this Christmas hat. Don't don't say Christmas. It's a holiday hat. Why why can't I say Christmas? You offend the other infidels. You're you're afraid of offending people. Yeah. You're you're a terrorist. You kill people. That's different. What? Killing folks is easy. Being politically correct is a pain in the ass. (laughs) But have you ever actually killed anyone? Yes. Where? In a video game. (laughs) Grand Theft Camel. (laughs) That's a great video game. Terrorists around the world love that game. My son loves that game Your son? Uh, he's not around anymore Why not? I'm a horrible parent Why? I took him to take your kid to work day <laughs>
4: it's not funny
0: My wife is still pissed at me She came to the market and said, where's our son? And I go, over there, over there, and up there <laughs>
1: Kids nowadays, they blow up so fast.
0: So, Ahmed, you're, you're trying to impersonate someone? I'm Santa Claus, damn it. I look just like him. I'm jolly. And I'm fat. Ish. I'm not fat. I am if I'm a supermodel. <laughs> Screw you, that's funny. <laughs> You're fat. <We're laughs> whatever your big fat tummy? It's over there, over there, and up there.
4: <laughs>
0: you don't look anything like Santa Claus. Well, I sound just like him. What? I can do his laugh perfectly. Really? Yeah, you want to hear? Yeah, okay, here we go.
1: Merry Christmas. I kill you.
0: (laughs) Happy Hanukkah. Not. (laughs) Dreadle, dreadle, dreadle. I made it out of dynamite. Ahmed, Santa goes, ho ho ho. That's what I (laughs) said. Ho ho.
4: (laughs) I don't have any lips to ask. (laughs) Mary,
1: did you know? Make you new This child That you delivered Will soon Deliver you Mary Did you know That your baby boy Will give sight To a blind man Mary did you know That your baby boy Will calm a storm With his hands the blood comfort and joy, what oh, tidings of comfort and joy. From God our Heavenly Father, this blessed angel came, and unto certain shepherds brought tidings of the same, how that in Bethlehem was born the Son of God by name, what oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Enjoy.
0: before Christmas. (coughs) Twas the night before Christmas and all through my house. No family was stirring, all drunk and passed out. They'd hung their stockings by my chimney with care, but I'd switched them out with my wife's underwear. My dumb next door neighbors were asleep in their beds, but their dog kept on barking. I'm sad he's not dead. I hate this whole season, all the presents to wrap. How fun is this for me? Like a bad spinal tap. But out on the lawn, there arose such a clatter. I bounced off my wife, cause she'd gotten much fatter. I tried to get past her, tripped over the trash. Oh great, she looks mad now. Here comes her hot flash. A tune started playing outside in the snow. Out the window I saw him, he called out, Hey, bro. And what to my wandering eyes was quite clear, a big happy black dude and his case of light beer. He was driving a sleigh, but that can't be Saint Nick. Is that really him now or just his sidekick? Yes, I'm Chris Kringle, the guy up and sang, and those are my reindeer. It ain't no big fang. An actor, a rapper, Please tell me it's fiction. Confound it. It's stupid. Who gave him permission? Not the top of my porch. Now to whom must I call? Hurry up, Trump. You must build that big wall. A bit peeved, and before I could ascertain why, they zoomed quite unstoppable right through the sky. Right up to my housetop, the hooligans flew with a sleigh full of toys and black Nicholas, too. My grandson was tinkling, the dog that went woof. Cause up in the ceiling, we heard some big hoofs. I spit out my cornbread and said, hit the ground. Out the chimney St. Nicholas came. He was brown. Brother dressed all in fur, really was a good look. Besides being tarnished with ashes and soot. He had all the toys in his oversized pack. This dude was so huge, I thought he was Shaq. Dark eyes? Wait, they twinkled. His dimples were merry. Yeah, I felt kind of bad. This wasn't so scary. His face looked quite happy with kind of a glow. I felt I should give him my best old Bordeaux. He had not not a pipe stuck between his white teeth. Just a big giant smile. My grandson said, sweet. Of course he was fat. With a big old pot belly, and his boots were well used, so I'm sure a bit smelly. He was chubby and plump, and I said to myself, In the dark, he's the same as any old elf. A wink, and we knew, No, there's nothing to dread. We'd rather have him than some white cracker head. He spoke not a word, but then started to smirk. We saw all the panties. Yeah, me, that's my work. He then spread his presents, gave three ho- ho hos, last giving a nod. Up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh. It was now very clear. What does it matter? He could be from Zaire!" Then I heard him exclaim, "Dude thought I was white! Merry Christmas to y'all, yo, Don't be so uptight! <laughs> Merry Christmas.) <laughs> <laughs>
4: i you.
5: Good evening, tonight we are happy to present Little Johnny's Christmas Tale, written by Maurice Littleton. (laughs) Present to me. The story begins. I took my son to the mall the other day to see Santa Claus. The woman in line behind me says, hey, is that Santa Claus up there? I said, no, ma'am, that's a Kenny Rogers stunt double. Here's your sign. The other day I bought a wreath to go on our front door. As I was walking out of the store, a man stopped me and said, hey, you gonna hang that on your door? I said, no, sir, it's a Christmas toilet seat cover. Got the idea from Martha Stewart. Lights on my house, you know, the kind that blink on and off. My neighbor comes over and says, hey, Bill, how do you get those to blink on and off like that? I said, I got my son inside, plugging it, unplugging it, plugging it, unplugging it. Here's your sign. I took my family by a Christmas tree the other night. When we walked onto the lot, this guy walks to me and says, hey, y'all here to buy a Christmas tree? I said, no, sir, my son's got to go to the bathroom. These trees look really inviting. Here's your time, here's your
1: time, here's your, here's your time. Yeah, some money.
5: neighborhood looking at all the Christmas decorations, and we came upon this house that had a manger scene. Now, there was this whole group of people looking at it when I overheard this one guy say, hey, are those the three wise men? I said, no, sir, that's ZZ Top doing a Farm Aid concert. Here's your time,
1: here's your time, here's your time. Yes, it's that
5: the other day, and I heard a woman ask the clerk, do you know what time Midnight Mass starts on Christmas Eve? And in the holiday spirit, I walked over and said, here's your sign. Happy holidays, everybody.
1: And happy holiday to you too,
5: young man. I thought that was just wonderful. Apparently, I'm the only one.
1: Creature was staring, not even a mouse. In my mind. The Walmart.
6: Man, that's just the stuff I got for Christmas. Well, you
1: cleaned up. What'd you get? Five flannel shirts.
6: Four big mud tires, three shotgun shells, two hunting dogs, and some parts to a Mustang GT. You fool, you got Jeff yep, first 12 days to Christmas. I know that. I got it covered Look over in the corner. That's yours. Eh? Yeah, 12 pack of Bud, 11 wrestling tickets, 10 of Copenhagen, 9 years probation, 8 table dancers, 7 packs of red men, 6 cans of Spam, 4 big Mac tires, 3 shotgun shells, 2 hunting dogs, and some parts to a Mustang GT. Man, this ain't normal Christmas presents. Ah, oh, the redneck gift. Redneck gift? Yeah, you know, like if you buy your wife earrings that double as fishy lures, or if you can the entire chorus of jingle bells, perhaps if you think the nutcracker is something you did off the of high dive, or if you've ever misspelled anything in Christmas life, or if you leave cold beer and pickled eggs for Santa Claus.
7: What's wrong with that?
6: I didn't say anything wrong with it It's hard to beat 12 pack of Bud 11 wrestling tickets 10 of Copenhagen 9 years probation 8 table dancers 7 packs of Redman, 6 cans of 5, 4 big my tires 3 shotgun shells 2 hunting dogs And some parts To a Mustang GT Well, you know, you can't really consider
1: it a Christmas Unless you go down to the penitentiary and visit your mama
5: you're not listening to me. Get the car key out of your ear. That's where the nine years probation comes in. I'm going to do it for you again. Now listen. Twelve pack of Bud, 11 wrestling tickets, 10 of Copenhagen, nine years probation, eight table dancers, seven packs of
6: Redman, six Kansas Spam, five four big tires, three shotgun shells, two hunting dogs,
5: you crying. Oh, I'll get my allergies. Happy holidays everybody.
4: Christmas is the time to-
3: Try this again. Uh, I want to thank each and every one of you For coming tonight uh, It really means a lot Like Doe said on his show It's uh, Christmas Eve And it's uh, really appreciated That everybody can show up uh, I want to do a small prayer I want to try to get through it I might not But I'm going to try to get through it So uh, uh, pray with me please uh, Our Heavenly Father We come before you now To thank you for the many blessings That you give us each and every year We t- my family thanks you for the healthy grandson you give us. We ask that you be with uh, all our friends, all our family, uh, the people in chat, all their family, you, uh, that you make their faith stronger. And you help them with their health issues that they have on going on now. You help other family members that are with, with others that are sick, and you give them the strength and the love to be able to take care of them. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you. Email. uh yeah this so this show i love doing these shows uh just because you know it's different i love playing my music uh because it, it keeps people calm you know on, on regular sunday nights i just play a few songs just we play games uh so we guess the singer last week we had uh what was it uh cover tunes so we guessed the the singer singing at this time and the original singer, so it was it was fun that we do it every week. I won't be on next week because I'll be uh down in San Antonio drinking with some national security people, so uh we have fun there and uh so I won't be on next week, but I will be back on the what uh, i guess it'll be the first Sunday in uh January. And uh, I love y'all too. Y'all are, you know, like I always say, y'all are my family. Uh, I can't talk about it very much because it does get me get to me. But uh, I do love y'all. Let me see if I can find the next song. But uh, I want to thank y'all again for coming. Merry Christmas, everybody. And uh, just, you know, please remember uh, my wife's uh, brother and his prayers because doctors told him to go home and and enjoy his ranch. That uh, there's nothing they can do for him. So. Just uh, think about her and her family for Christmas, please. Thank you.
1: We're having a redneck Christmas with traditional possum stew. Yeehaw! We're having a redneck Christmas, Hoax at it and rabbit, too. The the Hope Santa brings us big stuff Cause the little stuff falls to the toe We're having a redneck Christmas With homemade moonshine eggnog
8: When Europe marched to war in the summer of 1914, each of the warring nations believed that the fighting would be over in a few weeks. Instead, by the end of December, the First World War had already claimed close to a million lives, and there was no end in sight. But on December 25, 1914, at several points on the Western Front, there was a brief respite from the fighting. A Christmas truce. I'm Indy Nidell. Welcome to a Great War special on the Christmas Truce of 1914. Now, the Christmas Truce was actually a series of unofficial ceasefires along the front and a brief celebration of the holiday with gestures of goodwill and humanity between the enemies. A more formal Christmas Truce had, in fact, already been suggested by no less than Pope Benedict XV three weeks earlier. But the warring nations refused such an official act. This brief meeting of enemies as friends in no man's land was something that thousands of men experienced on that day 100 years ago, and today that event is often seen as a shining moment of sanity that stands out from the rest of the bloody war, a spontaneous effort by the lower ranks to create a general peace that could perhaps have blossomed if not for the interference of generals and politicians. The reality is less romantic and a bit more down to earth it was a totally organic affair that in many places didn't even register a mention, while in others was a life-changing event that had a huge impact on those who took part. But it wasn't even the first spontaneous truce that month. On December 11th, two weeks earlier, the War Diary of the Essex Regiment records a rather peculiar truce between British and German forces that goes as follows. Quote, As I told you before, our trenches are only 30 or 40 yards away from the Germans, This led to an exciting incident the other day. Our fellows have been in the habit of shouting across to the enemy, and we used to get answers from them. We were told to get into conversation with them, and this is what happened. From our trenches, Good morning, Fritz! No answer. Good morning, Fritz! Still no answer. Good morning, Fritz! From German trenches, Good morning. And then from our trench, How are you? "All right." Come over here, Fritz! no if i come i get shot no you won't come on no fear come and get some fags fritz no you come halfway and i meet you all right one of our fellows thereupon stuffed his pocket with fags and got over the trench the german got over his trench and right enough they met halfway and shook hands fritz taking the fags and giving cheese in exchange it was good to see the Germans standing on top of their trenches And the English also, with caps waving in the air, all cheering. About 18 of our men went halfway and met about the same number of Germans. This lasted about half an hour, when each side returned to their trenches to shoot at each other again. What I have written is the truth, but don't think we got chums as two of our fellows were killed the same night, and I don't know how many of them." So this happened two weeks before Christmas. But a week before that, British General Sir Horace Smith Darien had issued specific instructions against this sort of fraternization with the enemy. He wrote that experience of trench warfare shows time and time again that enemy troops in close proximity to one another slide, if allowed, into a live and let live mentality, which he saw as the greatest danger to morale there was. For once the soldiers sink into this sort of lethargy, it is extremely hard to get them out of it and continue to fight effectively. So although this phenomenon is understandable and can even inspire sympathy, Smith Darien ordered his divisional commanders to absolutely prohibit any friendly intercourse with the enemy of any kind. But even following this directive still allowed the troops to prepare for Christmas. On December 23rd, a German soldier, Karl Aldag, reports that both sides had been heard singing hymns in the trenches. German troops coming into the lines brought Christmas trees, and some men began to place them on the parapets of the fire trenches. On Christmas Eve 1914, The weather changed to a hard frost, making trench conditions slightly more bearable. Ninety-eight British soldiers die that day, many from sniper fire. A German plane drops a bomb on Dover, the first air raid in British history. As the day wears on, carols and hymns are sung in greater and greater numbers, and a gradual exchange of communication and even meetings takes place in some parts of the line. Many of these meetings are to arrange collection of bodies. In other places, firing continues. Battalion officers are uncertain how to react, though in general, they maintain battle order. The night brings a clear, still air with a hard frost, and then it's Christmas. Church services are held behind the lines. Christmas dinners are taken in barns and shattered buildings. But the fraternization is the big story. Many men record the strange and wonderful events of the day. Many Englishmen exchange tokens or addresses with German soldiers, a lot of whom speak English. In other areas, there is considerable activity. The second grenadier guards suffer losses in a day of heavy fighting, for example, and as night fell, things grew quiet as men fell back to their trenches. Boxing day, December 26th, brought with it light snows. In some areas, the friendly spirit of the day before was resumed. Gradually, however, officers and men on both sides began to resume normal trench caution. The atmosphere in general remained relaxed, though, as officers took a pragmatic view of events. By now, however, news of the truce was reaching higher levels of command. General Smith Darien requested particulars of those units and officers who took part in the truce with a view of disciplinary action, but as it turned out, no action was taken against any unit or officer. Over the next few days, the weather turned wet and nasty again, yet the friendly mood remained in some areas, though open fraternization stopped. So on New Year's Eve, there was singing and shouting, but no actual truce. But what actually went on during the truce itself? Well, people talked. Most of the men just hung out with each other. There was a large exchange of gifts, it being Christmas. German soldiers swapped Dresden's stolen Christmas cake and sausages for British jam or whiskey. Buttons were a big thing to give or to receive from the enemy. In some places, former barbers gave haircuts and one German, the juggler, gave an impromptu and somewhat surreal performance in the middle of no man's land. And there was, of course, the football match. Yes, on Christmas Day, 1914, a football match was played between British and German troops on the Western Front. It began with a British soldier kicking a football out of his trench, and I've often wondered how it got into the trench in the first place. The Germans joined in, and according to the diary of the 6th Cheshire Regiment, the Germans won the match 3-2. to This mood of joy and peace was not shared by everyone, though. There were a lot of French troops that were incredulous and scornful of this happy time of fraternization that was taking place on their invaded soil. Some British troops reported French women spitting at them for taking part in the truce. And of course, there was no real hope of the truce being maintained and the war quickly returned with all its fury. The truce was fairly widely reported at the time, but oddly enough, historians didn't show much interest in it. The first comprehensive look at it came only in 1981 with the BBC documentary, Peace in No Man's Land, and its companion book, Christmas Truce, which featured loads of first hand accounts from letters and diaries. But it happened. In the middle of the largest war in history came a moment of peace and humanity. Sadly, such a moment was not to happen again. For by Christmas 1915, those same men who celebrated the truce with each other, We're now murdering each other with poison gas. This was modern war. It's almost the new year, and the war has now raged for five months. If you'd like to know how the world spiraled into this war, click here to see our three-part Prelude to War specials. And if you'd like to read some soldiers' letters on how they actually experienced the Christmas truce, you'll find links to them in the description box below. Happy Holidays. I'm here on the set of our very next Christmas video. Stay tuned for that. We hope you enjoyed the one you just watched in the meantime. We'd like to thank Lexi Walker. What an angelic voice. What an angelic presence. Isn't she amazing? Check out her album, Inspire. We've got the description. We've got the link to that album in the description. And also... (sighs) Ah,
6: T'was the night before Christmas, and I'd gone to bed late, how Much Fruitcake
1: I Ate Christmas Eve I dreamed that Santa Was
6: arrested Yeah, they handcuffed him And they hauled him off to jail Christmas Eve I dreamed that Santa Was arrested For crimes so bad They held him without bail Reindeer was the first charge that they read. We got there just in the
1: time, Your Honor. He had nine up pitched to a heavy slate, And abuse is indicated. One's got a nose that's awfully red.
6: And the prosecution had only just begun. OSHA closed his workshop down for safety violations. And there are product liability claims for every toy bill since creation.
1: We found out he hires only elves, And of course, that's discrimination. He'll be put away for life before we're done. That sled is not airworthy. The FAA won't
6: certify.
1: He's over 60 with corrected vision. Therefore, he should not fly.
6: Why, this could be the trial of the century. There's over 10 billion instances of
1: unlawful entry. Christmas Eve, I dream that Santa was arrested. And not only for the things they claim he did.
6: Christmas Eve, I dream that Santa was arrested.
1: For being a poor role model for kids. Why, just look at him, Mary, Your Honor. He doesn't shave or cut his hair, and he's grossly overweight, and he only works one day a year. Now we all know he smokes tobacco and they spur on that suit he wears. We
6: must protect our kids from men like this.
1: Order, order, order in the court,
6: said the judge. I've heard enough about his crimes. And clearly, this is a man who's out of step with modern times. But one of those houses he so often entered unlawfully was mine. And therefore, all charges are dismissed.
1: Oh, I woke up to the sound of ho, 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 and
6: Reindeer hooves upon my roof, and it was snowing. And as I watched him fly away, it was good knowing that some things that are politically incorrect can still be right. So, Merry Christmas to all, and to
1: all, a Merry Christmas Eve, good night.
6: It must have been the maraschino cherries.
4: Amen. Mm-hmm. original song. That I-
1: knew you.
6: ...about Rudolph and his nose. But I'll tell you a Christmas tale
4: that
1: never
6: has been told. Well, you may think you've heard it all, but you ain't heard nothing yet about that crazy Christmas that the North Pole can't forget. Rudolph was under the weather. He had to call in sick, So he got horn to his cousin Leroy, who lived out in the sticks. He said, Santa's really counting on me, and I hate to pass the buck. Leroy said, hey, I'm on my way, and he jumped in his pickup truck. When Leroy got to the North Pole, all the reindeer snickered and laughed. They'd never seen a deer in overalls and a John Deere tractor hat. But then I stepped in and said, just calm down, cause we've all got a job to do. And like it or not, Leroy's in charge and he's
1: gonna be leading you. And it was Leroy, the redneck reindeer, looked to the front of the sleigh.
6: Tune. He had him scooting a hoof on every single roof by the light of a
1: neon moon. that wrapped his bag with a Dixie flag. He was having the time of his life. And you can hear him call Merry Christmas, y'all. And all of y'all a good night. Thank <laughs> you.
6: I remember one Christmas, it wasn't too good. It was pretty lousy. I've got a little Christmas story. I'm sorry, but it's sad. It'll either break your heart, too, or make you scratch your head. A few years ago on Christmas Eve, Santa was at our house. Must have been tired, cause he laid down for a minute on our couch. He jumped up in a hurry, checked all his reindeer, Flew off into the darkness, they were scratching from ear to ear. It was the loudest Christmas we ever had, one we'll never forget. Scratch and nits and combed our hair, and we're not over it yet. Santa Claus don't come to our house anymore, don't care if we're naughty or nice. We're the ones that gave Santa Claus and all his reindeer lice. They's late getting back to the North Pole, it took them three or four days. They scratchin' itch the dog gone much, they almost lost their way. Santa Claus shaved all his hair off, and he shaved his whiskers too. When he shaved the hair off all the reindeer, Rudolph's nose turned blue. It was the lousiest Christmas we ever had, one we'll never forget. Scratched and this combed our hair, we're not over it yet. Santa Claus don't come to our house anymore, don't care if we're naughty or nice. We're the ones that gave Santa Claus and all his reindeer lice. We wrote Santa Claus a letter, he called us on the phone. Said he'd drop our presents in the yard, but he wouldn't come in our home. So every year on Christmas Eve out in the snow and ice, He drops him presents in the yard cause he don't want to catch no lice. It was the loudest Christmas we ever had, one we'll never forget. Scratched and and combed our hair. we're not over it yet. Santa Claus don't come to our house anymore, don't care if we're naughty or nice. We're the ones that gave Santa Claus and all his reindeer lice. Now you've heard our Christmas story, I told you it was sad, I know it's about to kill you, so go on and scratch your head.
1: Came to see the baby stood by his mother's side. Here lay the savior inside a manger. Oh, what a glorious night!